Thank you for joining us on the Leader Brew Podcast. We are on an adventure to explore inspirational leadership stories from the classroom to the real world. In every episode, we'll bring new perspectives and fresh approaches to solving some of today's most complex global leadership problems. We hope you enjoy listening and gaining valuable leadership insights. Now it is my pleasure to introduce today's hosts, Dr. Rick Arrowwood and Dr. Aoife Khan. Thank you for joining the Leader Brew podcast. We appreciate you taking the time with us and hope that today's guest inspires your leadership journey. The Leader Brew podcast brings you the leadership stories from the classroom to the real world. My name is Dr. Rick Arrowwood, and I am joined today with my co-host, Dr. Eva Khan. Dr. Khan is a faculty member at Northeastern University in its Damori McKim School of Business and the College of Professional Studies. She is a co-founder of Leap Forward Professional Studies. She teaches graduate courses in leadership and undergraduate courses in international business. She is currently working on a publication entitled Making the Case, Leadership is a Two-Sided Coin, where she explores personal leadership and personal meaning. Today's guest is one of her former students, Charles Awadu. Charles is a social entrepreneur and certified member of the John Maxwell Leadership Team. Charles has held several positions at the World Mission Agency and Covenant University in Nigeria. He holds a Master of Science in Leadership and a Certificate in Entrepreneurship from Northeastern University and Harvard University. Charles currently serves as the Chief Executive Officer of the World Leadership and Inspiration Organization, a nonprofit based in Massachusetts with the objective of cultivating a new leadership culture through empowering, training, raising, and nurturing a new breed of modern thinkers and creative leaders that would fulfill the expectations of societies in the 21st century and beyond. Thank you for joining us today on the Leader Brew podcast. Welcome, Charles and Professor Khan. Let's get started. Yeah, thank so you. thank you, Charles. Thank you, thank you Professor Khan. This is going to be very uh, a very exciting day. We're so happy that you're with us as we begin springtime in Boston. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you Rick. Wonderful. Glad to have you. Uh, You know, the beauty of the Leader Brew is we get a chance to go back to the classroom and we get a chance to uh, talk with former students and get an idea of what that journey has been like. And Charles, based upon uh, looking at your bio and a lot of the materials and your nonprofit, you have a lot to share with us. So I'll turn it over uh, to uh, to my co-host today, Dr. Khan, uh, to get us going on the questions. Well, uh, Charles, um, the kind of activism you are involved in, uh, I would like to know what surprised you the most about the transition from classroom to the real world where you are now. Uh, thank you, Professor Khan. Um, I discovered that classroom is smaller compared to the reward. Reward is bigger. But when we are in school, we hardly think about the reward. Our focus is always on our grade. But when you get to the reward, what surprised me most is that my grade does not really determine much because it's not written you know, on my face. What I discovered is the values 
that I'm able to gain that sank in, you know, into my thinking system that helps me to look around my community to provide solutions to problems. Um, like when I was in school, one thing is common in Northeastern College of Professional Studies. They make you to understand that you are here to learn and to go back to the community to multiply what you have learned. I observe it in most of my professors. And uh, when I got to the real world, my target was to look for problem that I need to solve with my leadership skills. And uh, while I was in school, I keep repeating it in any of my short presentation that I'm here to learn in order to go back to the community to multiply. Because I want to be a reference point for more Northeastern uh, University uh, students tomorrow. Then I kept working on that. I kept looking at the problems that need to be solved. And uh, I discovered the more I look into the community, there are thousands of problems that you can solve with the leadership skills that I've gained. So this drives me every day. It becomes everywhere I turn to, I see problems to solve with my leadership skills. Thank you, Charles. Thank you so much. Uh, Charles, um, uh, in general, when you undertake such an important task and accept responsibility for it, then we see there are certain barriers and setbacks in front of us, right? So how do you see your knowledge to overcome significant barriers? Um, please tell us some significant story about those barriers and setbacks. Yeah, I have a lot of them. And I will start, I will start from this one. Standing from the crowd, uh, I discovered that if you want to make a difference, you must make up your mind to risk being misunderstood. Uh, I've been in the crowd before I came to leadership school. Uh, and I would like to trace that crowd back to my country. Uh, anyone listening to me uh, from Nigeria right now, we confirm what I'm saying. Uh, in my country, we have a lot of, you know, churches, mosques. But what we were made to understand is that uh, we all these are being done, you know, for God. But when I got to leadership schools, I began to had, I mean, to hear about values, adding values. Then I began to question that, ah, why if this, the, the, the number of churches, the number of mosques we have in our country, if we begin to take advantage of having people to be impacted positively, then the rate of our development is supposed to have multiplied. Then I began to look at Africa as a whole, as a continent. I began to I, I began to question myself: Why is it that to date there is none of the African countries that have become a developed nation? 
That's why the number of these uh, centers we have, the churches, the mosques. I began to look at what, what are those things that are happening. I discovered that the leadership gap, ability to teach and release people to the world to be creative was not there. Thank you, Charles. Charles, um, if you if we see look around in modern day world, we see like world is getting more and more complex in terms of look around right now. World, the whole world is sadly observing what is going on in Ukraine right now, what is going on in Afghanistan. So can you share one thing that you learned that would be helpful to others working and leading in this complex political and I would say pandemic ravaged world? So what do you think about it? Yeah, um, the moment of uh, crisis is a moment of opportunities. Uh, like when uh, COVID just started, we, as a foundation, I began to look at possible opportunities in crisis. Uh, I discovered that the time of crisis, there are times to meet the need of people for opportunities that will come later. So I, as a leader, we were taught in leadership school that leadership takes the lead to show examples for others. In the midst of COVID, you know, I put on my mask, I dress well, I look at the, the established law of maintaining social distance. Then I began to call homes, all kids that, you know, that do attend our leadership and mentoring program in the community. I call them, I go to store. I, I knew that they are in need. So I will buy some items. I will call their various home. I will drop the item in the driveway and I will call them. I monitor them to come and pick it. One thing I discovered was that shortly after that, in the midst of crisis, the number of kids that enrolled into our mentoring program multiplied. So organizations should look at crisis as opportunity to add more values, most especially in your community. It will, if you are into production, you know, you produce, you sell, it will increase your sales later because you have uh, injected certain uh, act of kindness into people that they will never forget. So like foundation, you know, non-profit, uh, people will see that actually you are working to partner with government to, to meet the need of people and your relevance will be, will be established. It, since then, it has been helping us. Uh, we have kids within and internationally. Parents begin to talk about what we did. Now we don't really struggle to have kids registering into our programs. Charles, thank you so much for such a valuable information and feedback. I would also like to know that, uh, would you like to provide us any additional information regarding uh, what you would like to discuss or there are any links or websites or blogs or podcasts that you would like to share with your audience? Yes. Um, we have, uh, like, what I'm doing, I'm just doing it out of passion because of the problem I've seen, you know, like coming from Africa, even though I'm here, things are a bit better than Africa. 
I still have the feeling for the orphans, for the kids that are smart, that are on the street. You know, I have the opportunity. I can go to school. I can get a lot of opportunity here in the United States. But they don't have it. Then um, I, I, as I walk where I am right now, I need sponsors. I'm looking because I have a picture. I have picture. I see a future, a big picture. Uh, that if I have sponsored, that can just even watch for one two years. If I have sponsor, I can do great thing. I have a designed uh, structure in my mind that I look at every day in my imagination. But uh, in anything you want to do, you need money. But I don't really believe that money is the first thing you need to start a business or to do what I'm doing. I believe that I just need good character. And that's why uh, I came out all the way to start with what I have. I went into writing to write books. I sell books on Amazon. I raise money. I encourage those kids. I send uh, materials to them, academic, you know, material, clothing, you know. I, I, I want to, first of all, help myself, as I was taught from leadership school. Uh, when I was in the Dr. Khan class, lead, uh, building leadership capability and uh, global leadership, uh, I learned a lot. So uh, I'm helping myself first, but I know uh, I don't know much about United States, resources, where you can go here and there, people you can meet. Unlike in my country, I would know where to go. But um, I believed that if I continue to add values, someday my values may draw sponsor. Then I'll be able to hit the goal I have in my mind. That goal will help kids in the community. If I have sponsors, uh, parents from the underserved community that I've seen, the problem that I've seen, uh, parents will be able to go to work. They will drop their kids weekend. Uh, I'll be able to teach their kids before they come back. I'll be able to partner with like police department, like university, like this partner with school of nursing, people that will come to, you know, be part like stakeholders that we help to be, to make that system to work. When parents are at work, they will have peace of mind. When they are coming back from work, they know that their kids, they are in safe hands. Then it will help to build our community. It will help to build the nation. And if I do it, I will not be able to do it alone. Then I will provide job for others. And it will be like even a center where undergraduates can come to learn then we can multiply that thing in across the United States. And we'll be able to meet the need of the needy. Because I've discovered in this system, we have a lot of underserved keys that people don't even know outside. So, um, if I have sponsors, if I have mentors, I, I try to look at people ahead of me to learn more. Yeah, I, that picture is strong in my mind. And uh, through it, I'll be able to touch life in other nations. And 
I strongly believe it's going to work. Thank you so much, Charles. Professor yeah. Everwood. Yeah, I, like, hmm. I, I, this is great. I mean, hmm. w- one of the pluses of, uh, of a podcast is that you get to hear uh, and focus on the individual, the guest, the professor's uh, voice. What I have to say and what you're not able to see on this podcast um, is is your passion, your commitment, your dedication. I mean, it's it's just very contagious in, in this room. Um, you know, my question would be, what advice would you give someone out there that wants to do the things that you've been able to do? What advice would you would you give them? Yes. Um, one of the uh, pieces of advice that uh, we give is to discover yourself first, who you are. Discover your strength. Get to know your weaknesses. Uh, know uh, if you discover yourself, you discover values that you can drive to change. Focus on change. Forget about money. Focus on impact. Because nowadays, uh, I, I, I discover that uh, people focus on businesses. We have less of social entrepreneurs. And that is why we are having crises all over. People focus on money. We don't focus of, on impact. And coming from leadership schools, uh, I believe so much in impact. I want to see life being transformed. Because if you are able to change one life, that life can transform the whole nation. I have one of my uh, mentees that gained admission into this school. He's in math and uh, computer science right now. Uh, when When I used to teach them in class, I'm proud of Northeastern. You know, uh, I I didn't just come here to get certificate. I came here to be taught, and I have the value in me. If I'm sleeping, I can deliver something that can change life, that can influence kids away from bad behaviors. Uh, You will see, I would like to read one of his, uh, if I have time. I have this, uh, you see, our broncho, you have have Elijah Ehijere here. She, he said, I started attending Young Leadership Summit. That is the program I have for ages 6 to 12, uh, 2019. And since that time, I've gained an immense amount of knowledge. The knowledge I gained through the World Leadership and Inspirational Foundation, Inc. mentoring program has allowed me to change my perspective on certain things and look at them in a positive way. My approach to difficult tasks then started to drastically change when I stopped thinking so negatively. This is the area I believe I have strength. If a kid can give me a few seconds to be with him, I can make him part, no matter how hard hardened he be. I can, I can sacrifice anything to be with kid just for me to influence him. So this guy, uh, graduated as the overall best candidate in his school. And today, he's doing well in Northeastern because if I'm teaching, I want the world to know that I passed through Northeastern. Northeastern is not just a school that you can pass through 
and get back to the community and not being able, we, we, don't, carry the, we don't carry class of degree without impact. That's what I see. And that's what I taught in leadership school, which if I'm out there teaching, I want people to first of all know where I'm coming from so that you, you, you are realized that somebody, you know, is, is coming from somewhere. And uh, I would like anyone uh, that want to do anything, either in business, in politics, anything you want to do in life, Focus on values. Focus on impact. Forget about the your value will drive money. But focus at changing lives. If you want to produce item, you know, produce excellent item, good standard that will meet people's need and give them comfort. If you are into engineering, you want to drive construction company, focus at excellence. If you focus on excellence, that will take care of a lot of stuff. You know, like where, where I'm coming from, uh, people pray for so many things. But I discovered that many things you pray for is just because you don't observe rules. You don't observe standards. You don't observe excellence. You know, we need all those things. Your character matters a lot. Your character matters even more than your expertise. Because everything you go to school to learn is all about to add values to people. Your education is irrelevant. Your money is irrelevant if you are not adding, you know, values to humanity. So and those are the things, among so many things I learned from leadership school, from Northeastern University. I will never, I will never play with my integrity and my character. Every other thing follows my character. And that is what I will, I will live by in the community. And I know I will lead more. I will have opportunity to lead more, to show good example to others via my character. So I can't, I can't mortgage it. I can't mortgage it uh, for anything. And that is it. So, Wonderful. Thank yeah. you so much, Charles. You know, as you were talking, I was uh, making some notes here. Uh, you know, one person can change another person's perspective or perhaps a community or uh, a region, uh, certainly the world. And there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that you're that one person and you're doing amazing work now. And I can only imagine what the future holds. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on the Leader Brew podcast today. Uh, and of course, thanks to my wonderful co-host. Uh, so good to be with you today. And I also want to give a very special thanks to our sound and recording engineer, Jared, from Northeastern University. And of course, the entire team for providing the production facilities for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Leader Brew podcast. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share us with others. If you would like to be a guest or a co-host, please reach out to us at www.theleaderbrew.com or on our social media platforms. Be sure to check out our leadership courses at www.weleapforward.org. A special thanks to audio engineer Jared Zimirowski for making us sound great and to Northeastern University and Swinburne University. From the classroom to the real world, 
We hope that today's Leaderproof podcast ignited the extraordinary leader within. 